Of course, we don't know for sure. But once the shepherds left, it might finally be, at least for Mary and Joseph, it might finally be that silent night that we always sing about. The days of difficult travel were over. The bedlam in Bethlehem, if you remember the stories, Bethlehem's population swelled enormously as everybody came for the census, and there was no place for them to stay. The stress of finding even a stable, the trials of her labor, the curious, albeit welcome, witness of the shepherds, all of this was now behind them. Now Mary could breathe. Now Mary could rest. Now Mary could go outside with her son in her arms and just simply look at the stars. A silent night indeed. It may have been quiet outside by this time as everybody would be bedded down and the animals would be bedded down. And while it might have been quiet outside, I can only imagine that Mary had a million questions. A million questions racing in her heart and through her spirit and in her faith. I mean, after all, how could she not? This whole moment... And everything that came up to it was filled with newness, that was filled with the supernatural. It was filled with things that no one had ever experienced before. It was filled with curious and unexpected people. I wouldn't be at all surprised. In some ways, we've come full circle now in this moment if you were with us this morning in worship, as we heard the story of John the Baptist's birth and the buzz that his birth had created in their town and throughout the Judean countryside, it was being asked, as it was recorded by Luke, that this child that had such an incredible birth story himself, John the Baptist, born to parents miraculously who were well past childbearing years, they all wondered, what would his life hold? Where would he go? How would God be a part of his life? Where, what would it look like? And I'm sure there was no short of just speculation there. But I can imagine Mary in the quietness of her heart having all those same questions knowing that he would be God's chosen, that he would be the Messiah and part of God's promised healing and restoration for the people of Israel, but recognizing that the role of prophets has never been in the history of Israel an easy life. And prophets often did die early and tragic deaths. Imagine the, the swinging, the wild swinging of emotion that Mary must have felt. But in spite of all they did not know about what would come next for their baby, and despite the range of emotion 
they might have felt for now, in that moment, it was at least quiet. And in that quiet, they could finally rest. Friends, it is in moments like these in our lives that God's gracious healing presence comes to us. In those moments that we find rest from the the harried and hectic schedules of our lives for the uncertainty, the, the things that go right and the things that go wrong, the unexpected intrusions into our time and our, and our space, the unexpected uh, uh, expectations that get put upon us when we can find a moment to be quiet after being pulled in a hundred different directions, God's healing and restoration comes to us. And it is in this gift that, that our energy is restored. It is in gifts, in this gift that our hope is replenished. It is in this moment that we can be empowered to take our own next steps, whatever they may be, Whatever uncertainty we may have, in this moment of healing, we find the strength to take that next step with God. These moments are respites for us, and oftentimes they're very welcome respites, timeouts. But they're not ends. When we reach these points in our our life, and sometimes we may think that it's an end, it might feel like an end, it's not. You can call it a next step, you can call it a transition, you can call it one door opening and the next door closing, but it's never an end. Because God never ends being a part of our life in those moments. Those moments of healing and respite are all about what comes next. The deep breath before the next movement of God's unfolding and gracious purpose in in our life and in our world. This day, this, this birth, this joyous gift that is Christmas is always about how God is preparing us. Through everything that we remember about Christ's birth, all of the carols and all of the presents and all of the worship and all of the candles and all of the singing, through all of that, God is opening doors in our life in our eyes, in our hearts to go where the next step will take us. So on this night when we celebrate, we pause. Pause. And we breathe. We just slow down and breathe with no anxieties for now. No worries about tomorrow for now. 
now we have a moment, maybe a perfect moment, to just breathe, to breathe in God's presence and to breathe out the love and the possibility the possibility that is born again in us as we remember Christ's birth. Friends, I pray that this silent night that we share tonight will be a gift for you tomorrow as you awake to Christmas Day. Whether or not Christmas Day is a day that you have been looking forward to and anticipating with the joy of family being there, or if it's a day that for you brings difficulty, pain, and dread, whatever your day looks like tomorrow, may this silent night be a gift for you as you remember God's great love for you. Amen. Friends, let us pray. Merciful God, on this beautiful night, on this joyous night, when we have experienced so much, when we have remembered so much, where we have been gifted so deeply, may we pause simply to say thank you. Thank you for being with us every step of this last year. Thank you for not abandoning us when decisions that we make went sideways on us. Thank you for restoring relationships that have been wounded by pride and anger. Thank you for transforming lives of hopelessness to lives that are filled with hope. Eternal God, we lift up prayers today for our loved ones as they're scattered across the miles. We remember those whom we have loved and now find their rest with you. Tonight, Lord, we are mindful of people who live lives that are marked by violence or illness, mental illness or addiction, people who struggle every day simply to exist. Eternal God, we lift up the, those people that are within sight of where we of where we sit tonight. We lift up especially those people who are experiencing these, these things and we may not even know it. Eternal God, as we celebrate the promise of this gift to us, open our eyes and our hearts, open our hands to serve, to share, and to live this gift tomorrow and every day beyond. Eternal God, we lift all these prayers in the name of the risen Christ. Amen.